0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Please make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened, your tray table is in an upright and locked position, and that you are ready to get weird and think different. Please prepare for takeoff. It is August 25th, and we are back with another episode of Destination Different. We got a guest this week. It's been a climb the last few weeks, trying to schedule, trying to get things going, and we've got a treat in store for you here today. So before I get into introducing today's guest, I did just want to take a quick second because I feel like it is appropriate, given the guest we have on today's show. There is something about getting older that is both equal parts incredibly depressing and also incredibly exciting. You know, you get older, you have a little bit more money in your pocket, you can do things that you couldn't do when you were a kid, when you were a teenager, when you were in college. But at the same time, you also don't have the energy, you don't have the time, you don't have... The reckless abandon that a young kid might have, and I've been thinking about this a lot recently of man i wish I wish the internet was around when I was 12, when I was 15, when I was 21, that I took advantage of the of the early internet and started a podcast then, or consistently wrote on a blog at that point. And you think about how far head how much of a leg up you would have if you started then when I was 15 when I was 20 when I was 25 even I wasn't doing jack shit I was partying I was enjoying myself I was just trying to figure out what was going on in the world and I feel like as I approach 30 years old here way too quickly I'm starting to figure out how the world operates how things work but Building this podcast, trying to do something outside of my day job, it's exhausting. It's tiring. You don't have, there's only so many hours in the day. And when you're 15 versus when you're 30, there seems to be a whole lot more free hours. And I know it only gets worse as you get older. You have kids, they eat up time. You 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 get a higher paying job, that takes up more time. You commute to work, that takes up more time as you get older. There are only more responsibilities that come, not less. And so for anybody who is listening to this show or who has listened to this show, I guess my advice would be take advantage of, of your youth. Take advantage of the time that you've got when you've got it because it only it only gets harder as you get older. And so the younger you can start, the more you can accomplish and use that free time that you have when you're young, it only benefits you down the road. It only gives you a leg up as you get older and your time starts to starts to dwindle. So I say this because today we have the youngest ever guest on the Destination Different Podcast. He is 17 years old from Germany. His name is Elijah Scherer. That was a mouthful for me to say. I think I nailed it. Elijah is incredible. 17 years old, just graduated from high school in Germany not too long ago. And he is in the midst of deciding, to, do I want to go to college? Do I want to continue trying to build my own personal brand and business? He is such an impressive young man. It is insane. So Elijah has spent the last really two or three months building an audience on Twitter, building a community on Twitter, And using that as his primary platform to write, to share thoughts, and most recently to now launch his own online course about mastering Twitter DMs. And this is a concept that I think trying to explain to adults, trying to explain to your parents might be impossible. That people are making real money online selling courses about how to do things online. It's very meta, it's very ambiguous to understand if you're not an internet native. And Elijah has so well captured the power of the internet. And so he, over the last couple months has sent thousands of DMs, thousands, to influential people on Twitter, to others building community, to others writing on Twitter. And he has built those relationships, he has built that community. And he has really turned that into a, a core audience as he continues to now figure out, okay, how can, I, how can I monetize this audience? How can I take advantage of the space that I have carved out for myself on the internet to sell and build courses? So he just recently launched DM Mastery is what the course is called. He is the self-proclaimed king of the DMs, which I took that claim for a while in a totally different site, I was trying to you know d m celebrities. I'm trying to get dates. It didn't work that well, so I think Elijah has maybe a better pulse on that, but we talked all about how he has built this community on Twitter and what are some of his tactics to growing this audience and I will just say it does not come easily. He's spending hours upon hours messaging people, creating content, building these courses. And it is not something that is just, you know, a, a couple couple tweets a day or anything like that. There is some serious strategy work that is going into building this community and making money online. So I thought it was, int- I, I really wanted the chance to, I've admired Elijah's for a while now on Twitter. I see his content pop up all the time. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to talk to somebody who is by far and away the youngest guest that we've ever had on the show and get the perspective of somebody who is really just, just, just starting out in their career, in their internet creation, and has so much runway in front of him. And he's so damn impressive. He is light years ahead. I don't even think I had my first kiss by the age of 17. And Elijah is already making hundreds of dollars online. So that's it. That is our guest for this week, Elijah Sure. He is the king of the DMs, the founder of DM Mastery, and he is one of the most impressive 17-year-olds that you'll ever listen to. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Destination Different with Eliza Sure, Let's go. what does it feel like to be 17 years old, to be so young, to be so fresh? Do your bones hurt? Do you, you know, I, I feel like I'm weathered and beaten by age. How does it feel to be 17 years old?
1: It's really like, it's, it's, it's hard to say because I don't have like a good um, comparison, um, but it's like um, it has it has challenges, but it's very exciting mm-hmm. I think because I have very, a a, a huge variety of different opportunities and um, different kinds of things I can do with my life. And I slowly get in the age to kind of do what I want to do.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And at what, like there's, I imagine there's not many kids your age. There's not many 17 year olds who are like, you know, doing freelance social media work or launching online courses like, did this sort of entrepreneurial spirit start for you at like a an, an early age? Did you always know that you were kind of had this this hustle side to you that you you know were going to act above your age?
1: Yeah, definitely. I um, think the first entrepreneurial thing I ever did was with like was with like, uh, was with like uh, ten maybe, and I mm-hmm. I basically sold um, tea to my like family on family event. Okay. So um so I did all all kinds of, of, of the of that. Um and yeah it was like um always I I, I never I always knew that I was like I don't like doing things for like for a boss mm-hmm. if I don't see like the the reason the real reason. So I always knew that I wanted to do my own thing as Mm -hmm. you
0: say and have you had like other sort of part-time jobs or full-time jobs or you have you always kind of wanted to really be your own boss
1: yeah um i wanted for sure but i had like um a few yeah actually i I worked in an agency digital marketing agency for a while um and i like i'm friends with by now with with the boss but i I quit this job um a, a month ago or so so, um, yeah, I worked there for about two, two years um, mm-hmm. and it was like a good time. I learned a lot, but it's like I'm also happy that I now can fully commit myself to my own things.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is maybe a silly question, but are you still in school? Are you still in high school? Are you like, you know, have you dropped out of school completely and you're just going full time into the into the working world? Yeah, I I um,
1: recently graduated from high school after twelve years. I actually uh, eleven years. I skipped a class and like yeah, it was a weird story. But um, so like um, after eleven years of German school, I was like completely um out of like the system, and I'm happy yeah. that it's like the that I graduated. I think about studying. Mm-hmm um going to college in, in canada but i'm i'm not 100% sure if, I'll, if that's the thing i really wanted to do or want mm-hmm. to do um but yeah school for now it's over and i'm like have like the whole day to uh to to spend on twitter
0: yeah okay uh, i'm i've been so curious to have somebody like you know university age on on the show because i feel like there's this movement on the internet right now of, Oh, you know, you don't have to go to college. There's other ways to get an education. Like, you know, there's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not worth spending your money on. I feel like there's a small subset of, of Twitter that really is sort of like pushing that um, that agenda. How do you feel as somebody who, you know, is heading into that university age? You said you maybe would go, you maybe won't go. Like, what is your thoughts on kind of that, uh, you know, that theory around like you don't have to go to you know, college isn't necessary anymore
1: yeah I think it completely depends on what you want to do um, there are definitely um, industries where you where where college is basically the only way to get in if you for example want to uh, become a, a, a doctor or whatever mm-hmm. then then you you have to obviously go to to university but um if you want to be an entrepreneur, I think you don't have to necessarily study. It's not like that it would be like a dependency or that mm-hmm. you like, um, but um, it has definitely his uh, it's, it's benefits uh, too, because like there are, uh, there are definitely value and knowledge you'll get um, by attending or from attending um, some sort of pursuing some sort of sort of a degree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But um and also networking is very a very big point on my list, but it's not like that 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 would be the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's it it's a maybe compact um easy way to get the knowledge, but you can get it on un- other ways too. Mm-hmm. And personally I wouldn't like do you like huge student loans, for example? Mm-hmm. Because I think, especially if you want to become an entrepreneur, that's not worth it because you can figure it out on the way,
0: basically. But right, yeah, you could you could put that money towards something else, or that you know can help you start X, Y, and Z. Um, I I'm I'm curious your thoughts is what well, like so from what I understand about you, you know, in the last. And a half, three months, you've really started taking Twitter seriously. I don't know if that timeline is accurate, but like that's kind of what it from what it seems, from what I can gather. Like, what was that turning point? Was it finishing up school? Was it, you know, what really made you say, okay, I'm gonna go and just like full on dive headfirst into Twitter?
1: Yeah, it was it's a bit of a funny story. Um, because I um during the time between my um my my uh, just regular um final exams and my oral orals mm-hmm. um there was like a bit of a gap between and i was like um i didn't have like that much to do and not that much projects so um i decided to start a blog mm-hmm. um and joining twitter like the reason for joining twitter was like 100% promoting this blog mm-hmm. um but during i think Three weeks, about three weeks, maybe four. That completely switched to. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even like. I have this blog. I think it's live now, but that's not like I'm not doing something on it. And also, the niche completely, hundred percently changed.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: What was the What was the blog niche? It
1: was a tech blog. Okay. um, About like products I I use or services I like, like the reviews, um, Mm -hmm. um and. Yeah. So, so I decided to, to, I, I basically shared links. That was like the first days and I, but I slowly started to like um, realizing the power of the community of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to, or not tried, it was more like a passive process that I went from that to building a personal brand and not because I, I also started tweeting as we, because I wanted to like look at, like a big blog and, yeah. and something like that <laughs> so I, I i started like that and i quickly changed to to like some sort of um it, it, f- funnily uh, or it's a bit funny but um you can see it from from the history of my profile pictures a bit because I mm-hmm. started with like so logo style things and then i went to some sort of the uh, avatar style thing and then i finally switch to my real face so that's like the journey of Mm -hmm. um going from um yeah going from promoting to building a community
0: Mm -hmm. and so how is how has that gone like what you know again i i'm so impressed with your you know being 17 years old and your youth and being able to like just like jump in on this like what what drew you to the twitter platform what I guess, like, what did you see there that was like a real opportunity to help I, in the early days, it seemed like promote that blog, but then, you know, very quickly you realize like, oh, there's an opportunity here to build up myself as a, as a brand. Yeah.
1: It's like, I saw bigger accounts and I, I started engaging with them during like replies and a bit f- further down the line also um in the dms which was like a big part and that's why i like released uh more Mm -hmm. about dms and i like that niche um but like really the kind of friendships i formed during that short short time with um also like and uh yeah um incredible people um like yeah jeremy and 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 yeah much more a favor and, and all of those people. Um, and so, like, and that was like a bit like uh, before actually I started to pivot more into that personal thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that was like some somewhat a slow shift. Um, and then I, it, there was like, uh, there also was no point where I said, okay, I, I don't do that blogging thing anymore or do mm-hmm. that. It was more like slowly becoming a member of the community and then having like my own place in there.
0: Mm-hmm. One, one thing that I, I mean, working in the digital social marketing world, one question I get from like friends, colleagues all the time is people will get be like, I just don't know what to post. I don't know what to do. Like how, was it sort of just an eight to you of like, here's what I'm supposed to be doing on Twitter to, to grow, to build a following, to be part of this community or were you learning from external sources? Like, how did you how did you know what to do? What what felt right, you know, for you at the early stages?
1: Um, at the very early stages, were like like I said, really like um, looking at products. I said, I'm writing very basic um, posts about it, and mm-hmm. then like sharing the link. Um, but further down the line, it was like a bit of okay, um, testing. Uh, some sort of okay what what works what like not only the message but more like the kind of format of um of 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 sharing it Mm -hmm. um so so that was like a a big part and from like the content it was really like i did so so uh so different um types of of posts um i i I wanted to, to to share quotes when one time and I, I tested all of that out. Mm-hmm. And um, right now I'm really into like learning mm-hmm. things with like um, client work and also for my own stuff and, and then and, and sharing it
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, about branding um, marketing and also like DMs. I'm like, I try to um, to help people kind of replicate my um, my approach and my, my growth and and how I used DMs, for example, to get to this point where I am relatively mm-hmm. fast.
0: So, okay, I, I don't want to spoil the you know the DM Mastery ebook, but you've you've now launched this course. I call it, is it Mastery? DM Mastery? Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah. DM so, Mastery. you know, again, what what made you lean into that lane versus you know? how to grow an audience on Twitter, how to do X, Y, and Z, like what made you focus really closely on DMs is maybe my f- first question. And then we'll, I, I have, I've got a lot of questions about the, the e-course. Yeah. Um, so for a, a quick summary, the
1: the DM mastery is basically a bundle out of a playbook um, with uh, three, three frameworks and, and three lessons, basically everything I know about, DMs and mm-hmm. my approach to them, um, and also like a swipe file with the um, DMs I I got um, and DMs I sent in the in the past and why they're good or why they're bad um, like over uh, over trendy uh, example So um, and the reason I did it, I think there are so many how to grow your audience mm-hmm. courses. Like you can find like ten in ten minutes, right? Um, and it's, it's not really unique um they are all great um and i and i like them um but i wanted to create something that doesn't really exist because i have no like 100k and i can't, I can't say okay like in in the twitter space it's something else i think i at least i believe but like three thousand followers that isn't that big of an audience it's mm-hmm. like like, it starts to get, like, organic and, and all sorts of that. And it's, like, absolutely fun and I love it. Um, but it's not, like, 100Ks or right. something like that. So I think, especially in those early stages, and many of those accounts are in the early stages, DMs is, like, the best approach. I can I could have also written a, like, book about, okay, yeah, add value, which is the the normal mm-hmm um I feel like that's everybody. like
0: a blanket statement everybody on Twitter yeah. oh add value I'm like what does that mean
1: <laughs> yeah and I try to like add value is obviously something that you have to do in DMs too but um I try to um they de- yeah to 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 explain how to do it
0: mm-hmm. okay and Again, like my question, I think again, goes to like, there's, there's probably some sort of innate thing in you that was like, I should be, I should be DMing these people. Like what made you early on say, okay, I'm going to go DM this big account, or I'm going to go, you know, I just want, I have something to say to this person. I'm going to shoot them a DM. Cause I think there's probably 99.999% of the internet that's like either scared to do that, doesn't know to do that. So what made you say, okay, I've got these people I want to talk to. I'm just going to flat out DM them. Yeah,
1: I can, I can um, definitely share that. That's, um, that's also featured in the book, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, that's pretty interesting story. I think because the first DM I I've ever wrote uh, written or ever. Yeah. I've ever written was. um, Very bad, like completely bad. Um, And it was uh yeah, directed to um mustafa, I don't know if you you know him um okay, yep. couldn't could, um and I basically like right of the way, asked him um how to like grow my blog, which was very random,
2: mm-hmm. um, I
1: think, so that's why I said it was a very bad d m and also like the it was at least it was kind, and i I got dms that were like way way like worse, um mm-hmm. but yeah um, so and did and, he respond and uh, yeah he responded he did, okay he, he he responded with like um with he shared a thread with me that, that he 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 um he had uh, like written recently mm-hmm. uh, back then and um it, it was about like how to um make friends on twitter um even if you don't know something that was like the hook mm-hmm. um and this really hooked me. Um, mm-hmm. So it was like about, okay, the, his approach or his like advice or um, whatever you want to call it was like for the first 500 followers on Twitter, just make friends. Mm-hmm. Um, try to make genuine connections and, and make friends. Um, and this thread basically helped like with how to, to do it because you obviously, if you're like five followers or 10 you don't know that many people and you think, oh, yeah, they're like 15K or whatever, like mm-hmm. no no, connection. But, yeah, it, it helped me to kind of start looking up for people I found interesting mm-hmm. like with their content. And I, I started engaging with their content more and more and writing. I mean, I have like in 2.5 months, I, I, I tweeted like 10.6K times. Um, so like I really started like tweeting and more importantly uh, replying r- really often and yeah then I I started to to DM them and it wasn't like big it, it, it wasn't like that I just DM'd big accounts mm-hmm. but also like, yeah
0: I was gonna say like you have you had resp- you had responded to them they probably seen your name they seen your face like yeah. you've built some sort of rapport with them prior to just cold yeah. reaching out
1: yeah um and and i also like i just focused on um connecting with people that were like a bit bigger mm-hmm. by the time but not like like they had like 200 followers or something like that mm-hmm. and i connected with them and it 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 turned the thing in, into a journey mm-hmm. um from from like because we like I I started to find accountability um, friends to mm-hmm. like stay consistent and, and to to um, to help getting ideas and, and, and all of that and also engagement because um, if you had like this connection that helped obviously them because i engaged like often with their content but they engaged also with my content because we had a connection we were Mm -hmm. like friends our friends um and we kind of grew together um and then it went pretty fast as like uh, a good friend of mine we had like that was like this one day and we posted both like threads and um jack forge and and also well-paid Geek and, and all those people and, and very big people started like they followed us and, and retweeted our tweets um, mm-hmm. and commented um, so that was like the day when we kind of exploded um, in yeah exploded was like at least for like for for these these days <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah and, and, and since then um, I I was like it was like I had, like, obviously a bit of luck, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, I always tried to... It was like the moment, oh, I, yeah, now I have, like, 100 followers. I have some sort of audience. Yeah. Now I should start to to think about how to, to produce good content. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so that was, uh, like, the story of the early days. And, obviously, all those big accounts that started, like... Um, engaging uh, at least um occasionally with my uh, with my content mm-hmm. I DM'd them and start to to shift like the like the, the group of people I DM to mm-hmm. not just every new follower that I got but also like accounts that I really admired. Yeah. Um no matter how big they are and in I think almost like almost every DM I sent maybe 99% or like a reply.
0: Yeah. What was so, okay. So you just mentioned like, in again, in those early days, you're DMing anybody who's following you. What are you saying in some sort of scenario like that? Hey, thanks for following me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like what was, what's the extent of what you would say in, in some of those messages?
1: Yeah. Um, those, those are like also, um, also, like, obviously, a big part of the, of the book. Um, but, one like, the, the essential thing that everyone, like, I, I said this all the time, um, or maybe the two essential things, um, like, stop asking right away. Like, stop. You, you don't, no one wants to, like, if, if some random guy or um, girl um, DM'd me or DM'd is, is DMing me and, mm-hmm. and asks for, like, Hey, can I get a copy of your book for free, or some sort of that? And,
0: Let's or, say you know. hypothetically, some stranger comes out of the blue <laughs> and DMs you, "Hey, do you want to come on my podcast?" Yeah, bad or no, like, bad or good.
1: That was like, um, yeah, you, you you could definitely uh, benefit from 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 my from my uh, yeah. mastery. <laughs> Um but um, still, your approach isn't that bad because it's unique i i mean mm-hmm. i get like 30 dms a day um and i like it, it stands out because
2: mm-hmm.
1: the minority of uh of people asking me to to, to help on a podcast but uh, podcast but also it's about like the way you explain it mm-hmm. um like some sort of unique uh, uniqueness and that's like also important so that's like the 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 next big thing is to not absolutely not use templates mm-hmm. because they're like, they're almost like, even if I can't see it because it's like good templates, mm-hmm. it's like, like, if you write something directed to the person, it will always perform better. Mm-hmm. And by all means, make sure you include the name, which yeah. I think you you you're done. Because if, if, if someone DMs me like a long message and wants something for me, from me, um, and doesn't even include my name. I know right away that he probably or, or she probably has sent like the same message, the exact mm-hmm. same message to hundreds of people. Yeah. And then I say, OK, what, what's the point of, of, of me, me answering?
0: Yeah. So you say you say in your Twitter bio that you're on the goals for one million connections. Like at what point, you know, is that once you started getting a little bit of momentum and you're starting to build a little community that you're like, okay, this, I I can do this. I can, I can grow, I can build. And, you know, you wanted to set that number. Like what was the, what was the impetus behind putting a stake in the ground on 1 million? Is that followers? Is that just people connected, like talking to, like, what, what does that number mean to you? Um,
1: Yeah. It's like, it started with, followers and i think it would be the honest most honest answer to to say that connections could maybe could reply could be replaced by, by followers but i don't like the word as a mm-hmm. term because i think aiming for one, a one million followers is like it's not a good idea because um it's it's for me it's about connections and mm-hmm. it might not be possible to connect with every one of those but like Having like those one million followers um, while having uh, like comparably like obviously bigger but ter- size of like engagement and connections so that mm-hmm. not just the follow follow number grows but also like the the number of people you engage with and you connect with um, so that's that's the one part and the other part is Having a mission is definitely one thing I would um, recommend everyone on Twitter basically, because from a branding perspective, that just works. I, I mean I tested it um, from my beer beer mm-hmm. um, and I had like um, I, I just changed the bio. Um, and I increased my conversion rate of like, profile visits to followers by 10%. Hmm. And um, so, so it's a combination of, of those two things. And I think having a, a mission is, is really nice because it's something that that can unite like, the community because everyone's like, oh, that's the mission. And now I have like almost um, uh, 3, 3%, I guess. Yeah, I'm not that good at math <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, yeah but like I'm um, yeah three three percent Yeah, mm-hmm. 3k yeah so um that's like the the, the, the story behind it
0: okay um, and it, it seems like you're somebody who's like deeply ingrained in in the numbers and sort of the science behind it too is that true and and how often are you looking at? you know, your profile visits, your conversion rate, your, you know, percentage of follower growth. Like, are you, are you keeping a close close eye on that or is it more about the content and the connections and the volume? Um, and it's less about like some of those, some of those numbers.
1: Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much into numbers, but I, I try to, um, to worry about them less mm-hmm. um, and it, it it gets easier as you grow. Um, but I still sometimes, mostly every day, look at it um, at least once um, mm-hmm. to like, I like. but I, I don't care that much for them anymore as long as the growth is there at some point. Like I normally like, um, for example, I checked like social blade Um, sometimes multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. Now I, not even every day. So um, yeah, um, I I definitely try to make sure that I monitor them in some way to like, to see, okay, that just don't work, uh, doesn't work. Um, And so that's definitely part, but um, yeah, it gets like, you know, most days um, before I check, I know where the numbers are at. -hmm. Um. Yeah, and and I also a number I was like really into was like engagement rate, and I Mm -hmm. I I am not that into it anymore because as you grow, it's very hard to manage something because, um, especially if you have like tweets that get retweeted, um, over hundred times. I have like one with um with six hundred retweets. Then it's like it the engagement rate isn't like an indicator anymore for mm-hmm. your community because it's like an indicator it's for 600, of that. Yeah. Yeah, 600 communities. And, um, if, if someone gets like, f- f- almost 400,000 impressions, then like, then it, it, it's very hard to like, because you reach so many people mm-hmm. that the subset of people that actually really care for it. And was like, um, I, I it's, it's also the same with, with uh, Twitter trends and and those topics, um, even if topics are more targeted, but it it gets harder because like there aren't followers and they maybe even not care for you, mm-hmm. um, and that's okay too. Um, so it's uh, but it's hard to to have like the engagement. It's um, on a stable level. So I normally just check for like if something gets like only 10 likes Mm -hmm. for example then it's just okay then i i i I see oh or two replies and i okay what was like what what could i improve Mm -hmm. um but it's not anymore like the real um ratio
0: got it so it's more just like a barometer for like okay how do i learn what to do better versus i gotta track these numbers because i gotta track you know i gotta keep growing the engagement rate yeah yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So what is it? So what is a normal, normal ish day look for look like for you right now? Like, be honest, how many hours are you spending a day on, on Twitter or on the internet at least? So, um,
1: my, um, so I'm like the, I would say 60% um, of the, 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 the time I spend on Twitter is like on my phone and the other 40% on my, um, on my PC and I have like an average screen time of Twitter of five hours on my phone. So that's, uh, only 60% of the Twitter time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a lot. Um, so I, I, okay. Yeah. To, to the, to the day, like my normal routine is like, I, I try to wake up at like, um, eight AM. Um, and i like, I have like a, a alarm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't really get, wake, um, wake up that early uh, naturally. But, um, so, so I try to wake up then and I'll um, just check like for most times for like um, an hour or maybe a ho- half an hour um, Twitter and try to get up with all the DMs and replies and mm-hmm. all sort of uh, that stuff. Sometimes I, um, I just tweet something um then right, right away i have like yeah um a few ideas and notion and also like some progress or more advanced things i have like um some sort of board there and i also have sometimes i just think about something on a twitter right away mm-hmm. um so that's normally that and then i um eat breakfast and um yeah most of the time with twitter open too mm-hmm. um and then I yeah sometimes I just go to my um, my desk and start doing other work too and sometimes depending on the day I just uh um lay on the on the on the sofa actually and and be on trailer it mm-hmm. looks from from like from the outside it looks uh, that I would like chill whole day but it's uh just engaging and um, engaging um yeah and I try to Three times, uh, three three times a week, I try to uh, like uh, go swim or um do some sort of sport too because I mm, notice that it's like something I I miss out and it's mm-hmm. good to do because you get new ideas too. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's my only day, my normal day, and I sometimes I, I like um, lunch at we yeah, are mostly two um two p.m yeah mm-hmm. um but sometimes i skip it too and um then yeah in the evening and i'm just a i am just I just do like work on my phone or on my um on my uh, computer um which includes like working on actual tweets replying to tweets engaging with the community mm-hmm. but it also includes working on new courses figuring out projects um doing client work um, all sorts of that like coordinating a few people that are doing stuff for me Um, and yeah so that's like my normal wish day even if it like varies very much
0: so did you say you have people that are doing like do you have people who work under you with you like how what kind of people have you brought on to your your team
1: yeah um it's not like it's um, I have like, I have this, um, those uh, videos for my launch that were like, um, people, um, and I, like, we worked on this, um, and I also have like someone building, um, right now building a landing page for me, um, for, for the DM mastery, a, a new, um, because I am not hundred percent satisfied with, with what Gumroad allows you to do, mm-hmm. um, so like um, we were building uh, a very um, yeah a beautiful and, and fancy uh, landing page for for it um,
0: and are these people uh, you found on Twitter or these are like yeah uh,
1: yeah partly um, the, uh, the, the one like building my landing page yes and um, uh, the other way was like a friend of mine or is a friend of mine. Um, mm-hmm. We're sh- well, because like yeah, it's obviously um, someone I, I knew before because like we shoot a video together and like mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, so um, that that's a thing and I'll I'll definitely try to expand on outsourcing things as mm-hmm. it get more sustainable.
0: Got it. Okay. And so tell me tell me about how the course is going. So you dropped like I think it officially launched like maybe two two weeks ago or so, maybe not even like 10, 10 days, I think. And so, how, how, yeah, so how, I guess one, how long did it, how long did you put into like building it? And then two, how do you feel like it's going so far? Um, are you, are you satisfied with, you know, the sales? Like, what is this about? You know, is it about how much money I can make on this? Um, how many people I can help? Like, what is sort of the, the reason behind that? Um, yeah, I, I think it
1: took me, maybe if i like two weeks of like 14 days a bit more of constant work like mm-hmm. every day working on it and and designing it and writing it and um thinking about the the content and and all of that and setting it up and mm-hmm. um so that was like 14 days a bit more um but it was like really constant work like whole days mm-hmm. um of, of work um and yeah the the launch is going um pretty pretty good um i had like this goal um of um having like a because i i have like um yeah i had this goal of having like 100 dollars in revenue mm-hmm.
2: um
1: which was like okay that, that would be crazy and i like i don't know how it is right now 100 percent but it's like at least uh, three times uh like this so um i I never said publicly but yeah it was like breaking news
0: breaking news here on the podcast
1: (laughs) uh yeah so it wasn't um yeah it it was like it it, um exceeded my my expectations um but i think i can um i can increase it um more and Mm -hmm. and with this landing page and all sorts of that i can um push it a bit like, uh to to a level um I, I i think about like um i have like a, a few corporations with with some people that are like um yeah some 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 sort of things are planned maybe sales or stuff like that mm-hmm. because i think there is a um um a huge amount of people that are like for 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 them are like fifteen dollars was like a huge investment mm-hmm. and i like i don't want to want them to spend that mu- much money in the first like on, on something like this because they're like they need money for like real world things mm-hmm. um but um, how did you how did
0: you how did you set that price
1: um it was like um i think all sorts of like it's um, in the first it, it's unique first of all but it's also like they're all things comparable to that are like at least 50 bucks mm-hmm. um and it was like um uh, i added a few calculations of um um of of time i spent it in um and and all sorts of, of 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 those stuff but um yeah maybe there will be like some sort of sale for people or then for everyone obviously but um yeah, so that's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I can I can push it a bit like um but still it was like went like for like like uh four months ago, like I wouldn't have I wouldn't believe um believe that this would be like I would make you're making re- like real money, of, yeah. Yeah. Even like ten dollars would be like still like someone thinks that like, and I got very good um, replies and um, ratings and people reaching out to me and saying that the product actually really helped them. Mm -hmm. So that was like, that's the best thing even better than, than, than the money because Mm -hmm. you see someone not just like spend like invested money in the thing I, I did, but also like he was are like satisfied and I, I, I I like the product and I think it's like a good, good product, but I, it's also like super nice to get those mm-hmm. people saying I'm like, it was hundred percent the right decision to do that. And thank you for, for doing it.
0: Right. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's cool. Thank you. Um, and like, I mean, now you've got the taste of it. Like, are there, are you already starting to work on new courses on expanding out this current one? Like, how are you, it's maybe too soon. You're ten days into it, so you could have you could say no, absolutely not. I'm I'm still you know working on this one, but um, yeah, I think
1: um, I m- might expand this one a bit with like more examples. As I like, um, not I'm not currently working on it, but if I like get some very good DMs or mm-hmm. maybe even like things, I say okay, yeah, that that's some common thing that could be improved. Then I'll include it in the swipe file um and i'm definitely um yeah i I plan to do more um i have like not not one thing that i can say that will be but i Mm -hmm. i aim on doing something free um and maybe then i will do like i want always wanted to do some sort of video course or maybe even live cohort some Mm -hmm. sort of that that's something i really want to do in the future um but also some sort of one, maybe I'll do, um, uh, um, like I said, no guarantee, but um, maybe I'll do some sort of free Twitter swipe file mm-hmm. for like my own tweets. Um, but yeah, that's like the the plan. I definitely want to do some courses, um, or products, but yeah, not not nothing too, too serious for now. Right now, there's.
2: Okay.
0: All right. I always play this game on on the show of explain it to me like I'm five for the people who maybe don't, who are listening to this and don't know, like what is a swipe file?
1: Okay. The um, swipe file is basically a compilation of examples um, okay. in, in the DM mastery. Um, in case of the DM mastery, it's like um, over 20 DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they are like, um, normally like pretty short explanations and like okay what is good and what is bad mm-hmm. so you have like this one page in my example at least and there's like a screenshot from a dm um, and then there's okay uh, he or she used a name that's good um, she was like personal or specific but she um, right away asked or he right away asked something so that's like the a typical side mm. of swipe ScribePhil.
0: Got it. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure we, we cleared that up. So I just have a couple, a couple like rapid fire questions here to, to close out um, yeah. that I, I want to ask you about. So maybe first that I'm, I'm dying to know, cause I'm sure you have probably thousands of great examples, but what is the worst DM you've ever received and what is the best DM that you've ever received?
1: the worst dm i've ever received was is probably something pretty common i would say um because some some dms are so bad that i actually funny mm-hmm. but like re- really worse and also common dm um for people that like that is like just writing hi, mm-hmm. just hi and nothing else yeah and Obviously, there are people like, um, I, I think, um, I, um, for a good friend of mine received this uh, one, but received like, um, can you please fix uh, my um, blocked Instagram account? So that was like, so, so that was ob- obviously a, a bad DM. But right. I think just writing hi is something that I, I try to reply to, to them, but... Um, other people don't and mm-hmm. that's just something that doesn't start a conversation
0: have you gotten any like haters where you're just getting like nasty dms or has it mostly been positive
1: or neutral mostly positive um actually um i was very surprised the amount of hate i got was like almost zero but mm-hmm. um uh, yesterday there were like a few people like a few nft trolls um they're like kind of um entered my one, one tweet of mine um so but i kind of ignored and that wasn't like too haterish or mm-hmm. something like that that was just like trolls um they're like yeah doing some sort of stuff um but yeah the the amount of hate is very very um low for okay uh, it's very nice all
0: right and then that is there a best dm like one that you're like holy shit this person just dm'd me or this is amazing
1: um the best DM I've ever gotten uh, was, well, like, there are many good DMs. Um, and I think um, One 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 good one was definitely uh, when it was, like, not the first DM, but mm-hmm. um, some of the DMs, um, uh, oh, yeah, that was, like, a, a DM by Jeremy Moser was, like, is very much on top of the list i got from him um and also also just people that are like um actually people that are like that that read my book book Mm -hmm. and dm'd me then um and there was like i said like that obviously the part of that kind of emotions are because they like they're they're happy with my product but mm-hmm. they they just wrote good dms so even if they would like um like they they did everything i i want from from, mm-hmm. from a from a good dm um you don't have to like it's like that's also thing it's it's a dm that's something that's important it's not on like not an email or something like that so you don't have to be a master of cold outreach because People are on Twitter to connect and people mm-hmm. are on emails to do their business and not to get emailed by some random people. But mm-hmm. on Twitter, they most of the people want to want to get DMs or yeah. connect. Um so you have to just write a good DM, but you don't have to be like don't have to be crazy creative. It's just being a human, basically.
0: Yeah, I like that. And, okay, how many DMs do you think you've sent Lifetime?
1: Uh, Definitely over a thousand. Um, Definitely. Um, I I don't think um, over 2,000, but, like, um, somewhere between 1,000 and 2,000.
0: All right, that's, that's that's a lot. Do you ever use the DMs for, like, personal business, whether that's, like, dating coordinating with friends or is it like strictly sort of networking social media engagement
1: yeah that's most sorry uh, most of my friends are aren't on on twitter or at least not active and um but i have like my my brother sends me some memes uh, Mm -hmm. every now and then on on twitter and but i mostly don't don't see them because they get lost they get buried yeah in my in my dms and um but mostly it's Connecting with with people, but um, yeah. So, business basically.
0: Okay. And speaking of friends, what do your friends think of like you know what you're doing? Your friends that you go to school with of you launching an e course, you know, trying to grow to a million connections on Twitter. What what do your friends say to that, or your family for that matter?
1: Yeah, they like they're like a bit confused Uh um, by like okay, and 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 people buying that and you you get like real money Um, right (laughs) so so that that uh, that thing um but my best friend is like yeah it's definitely cool to like he he wouldn't do do that but um i think they were like um the the moment it like er, earned start earning money Mm sort of money they were like okay they they started to take it a bit more seriously yeah um same with with my family and also like as like people um started like potential clients started reaching out to me that was like a point where like okay that's not just gambling anymore and Mm -hmm. that was also a point where started to feel the need to shift it in my head a bit more to okay i'm even if i lay on my bed or on the sofa i don't waste time or gambling around Mm -hmm. but i just work right now and yeah okay
0: all right i like that if you had a billboard in Times Square, you could put anything on it. It could say anything. It could be a picture. What would you What would you put on the billboard?
1: Oh, that's that's hard. Um, By uh, yeah, visit uh, eliasshop slash DM and and uh, <laughs> okay. probably not. I would probably pin a good tweet of mine um, and let the people discover my profile and decide if they want want to visit some some sort of pages of me or uh, look at my product. But yeah, I think that's something. Yeah. A good tweet of mine or maybe maybe uh, maybe I'll split it 5050 so that I can have a good tweet of mine and also some sort of uh, charity thing.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I like that. That's nice. And then lastly, this was part of my DM strategy to ultimately land you on the podcast, but I do end every, every episode with the sign-off of Stay Weird. So what makes you weird?
1: Um, I think it's very weird that I'm a 17-year-old uh, content creator that sells products or a product about writing DMs to the internet.
0: wrap on this week's episode of Destination Different. Huge thanks to Elijah for joining on this week's show. I mean, how impressive is he? Not There's not many kids his age. There's not many guys that have that sort of wherewithal to be able to interact with people much older, to be able to create a business for himself on the internet at that age. It is wildly impressive. I mean at that point in my life I think I was I think I was running food at the at a local restaurant bringing french fries to french canadian meanwhile he's created this community on Twitter he's selling courses he's built his own freelance business it's 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 impressive so you can follow along with Elijah. he's i am Elijah over on Twitter I'll get it linked up in the description of this show but huge thank you to him. I mean, it is just so 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 impressive what he is what he is doing. And that's it. That's that's what we got for this week. We are rapidly approaching episode 100 of Destination Different. I got a few things in store. One thing that I am working on is a little social media giveaway. So, we've had all these amazing guests over the last 2 years on the Destination Different podcast and they've all created these impressive products, these incredible creations and so i'm going to be putting together a little package of all of those goodies to give away to a few listeners of this show so if you're not already make sure you're following along with destination different over on instagram tiktok twitter subscribe to the podcast because that is where i will be giving away this massive package of amazing gifts that's all we got for this week we'll be back again next wednesday with another episode of destination different until then Stay weird.
2: I had a dream You gave me superpowers We fell in love For just a couple hours I can't tell the difference Between what's fake and what's been missing Often I'm misunderstood So I'm looking for a better me This is your love song, baby I hope that you know the words This is your love song, baby I hope that you know what you were oh, 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 oh. We should take time, take time cause